I'm Janice Dean. I'm David Asman. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. I'm Trey Yingst. Israeli voters headed to the polls today for the fourth time in two years. So, you know, we, we, we deal with a lot of threats and challenges, and the voters today had to decide who is the best candidate to, to deal with those challenges. And they chose the Likud party. They chose Prime Minister Netanyahu to, to deal with that. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Early numbers show Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu with 31 to 33 seats and his main opponent, Yair Lapid, with 16 to 18 seats. So what do these numbers mean? Well, in Israel, you need 61 seats in the Israeli Knesset to form a ruling government. If this outcome stands, Netanyahu could team up with smaller right-wing parties and his former defense minister, Naftali Bennett, to form a coalition. Once the final results are published on Friday, Israeli President Rivlin will meet with all of the parties to determine which candidate has the best chance of forming a government. Majority of Israelis decided that Prime Minister Netanyahu is the best candidate to continue to lead the nation. For more on this story, this is chairman of the World Likud, Ambassador Danny Danone that he will be the viable candidate to form the next government. Uh, we will have to wait for, for the final results, but uh, when we look at the results, you see that the Likud party led by Prime Minister Netanyahu is still the, the largest party by far. This was certainly an outcome that the Prime Minister was hoping for, something that would give him a clear victory if he was able to pick up Naftali Bennett as a, a partner in forming a coalition government. Are you confident that Bennett will join him? Well, I believe that uh, the majority of the voters for Naftali Bennett voted for a Likud-led government and not a left-led coalition. I think it will be responsible uh, for me side to actually take the vote from the right uh, and join uh, the left. I think it will be responsible for his side to, to join the national camp, uh, to be part of the government. Uh, that is the way to, to present his values that he presented to the voters. You've been through many of these elections. You know the interworkings, the behind-the-scenes wheeling and dealing that goes on to try to form a coalition once the prime minister will get that nod from President Rivlin to do so. What does this look like, and what sorts of things can Prime Minister Netanyahu offer to Naftali Bennett to secure those seven or eight seats? It appears it looks like he has following the exit polls. Well, I, I think that the Prime Minister would be very generous and uh, would offer Naftali uh, Bennett's party key positions in the future government. But it will be very interesting to hear uh, Bennett's word in the next few hours, whether he's actually considering to, to negotiate with the left, uh, with some of the radical Arab parties that he has nothing in common. Uh, it will be interesting whether he says that he's heading to a right-wing government uh, with few conditions uh, to, for, to negotiate on, or he's actually starting now to bargain with both sides. And we saw Bennett earlier this week go on Israeli television and sign a document saying he would not partner with Yair Lapid, the main opponent of Netanyahu this round. So there is new pressure on Bennett to keep that pledge and, and not side with the left, correct? Correct. You know, he basically tried to tell to the public that he sees himself as candidate for, for prime ministership uh, and that he will not endorse Lapid. And I think with the result he received, less than 10 seats, 
I don't think it's feasible to run the government with, uh, with uh, such a result. So I don't think it's, it's reasonable to expect to become prime minister uh, with uh, only eight uh, seats in the Knesset. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a democracy. And I think, you know, it will be hectic in the next few weeks until we will know the, the final outcome. But, you know, I, I myself feel confident that with the results we received today, uh, the coalition will be a right-wing coalition. You've been listening to Chairman of the World Likud, Ambassador Danny Danone. We'll be right back. Some of the opponents and, and critics of Prime Minister Netanyahu have said they're worried about a new government being even more religious and even more right-wing if this coalition moves forward. What's your take on this, and, and how will Israel look different if these exit polls pan out in the final results on Friday? No, I think in the history of Israel, we, we had uh, different uh, governments. And actually, I, I call uh, other parties, conservative parties, that uh, uh, ran this time uh, outside of the Likud. I call them to join forces to put their uh, personal issues with the prime minister aside. Because when you look at the issues, they don't argue with us regarding the way to deal with Iran or the issues of economy and COVID. Basically, it's a personal issue between them and the prime minister. And I can tell you something personally. I also had debates with the prime minister, but I always knew I have to put them aside and do what's good for the country. And what's good for the country today is to join hands and to work together. And I can list today, you know, so many MKs that actually got the support of the public today, whether it will be Bennett or Lieberman or Gideon Saar, who their supporters are from the right, and I think it would be obvious that they should join a Likud-led coalition. You mentioned Iran. Obviously, security issues played into the minds of voters when they went to the ballot boxes today. We actually saw a rocket fired from Gaza, what appeared to be a long-range rocket, towards the town of Beersheba when the prime minister was there campaigning. Talk to me about how this really highlights some of the security concerns that voters have and what sort of... Of, of actions the Israeli people are expecting from the new government when it does get into place? So, you know, we, we, we deal with a lot of threats and uh, challenges, and the voters today have to decide who is the best candidate to, to deal with those uh, challenges. And they chose uh, the Likud party, and they chose Prime Minister Netanyahu to, to deal with that, uh, because uh, we know that the Iranians, they don't wait for the transition in the U.S. or the elections in Israel. They continue to spend billions on proxies and promote terrorism. And uh, we have to be very consistent when we deal with uh, radical forces. And I think when I look today at the candidates, Prime Minister Netanyahu came with the best record to defend Israel and represent Israel. You talk about the Americans and the relationship between Israel and the United States. President Biden and his administration have made clear that they still see Israel as a friend and an ally. There are certainly areas where the administration of President Biden and Prime Minister Netanyahu disagree. Moving forward, though, where do you see the paths converging and, and where do you see disagreements getting stronger as the region deals with some key issues such as the Iran nuclear deal and other threats that the U.S., Israel and its allies face in the region? So we, we have a strong bond with the U.S. and we will continue to have a strong bond with the U.S. It will not change. We have the same values. We have the same interests. 
I think the key issue will be the decision of the new administration regarding the Iran agreement, the JCPOA, whether they decide to re-enter the agreement as it is. That is something that we will not be able to accept. We will have to, uh, to decide ourselves what we are doing. I hope it will not be the case, and I hope that the new administration will not repeat the mistake of Obama's administration when they signed this bad agreement. A very busy day for you amid a piece of history for Israel going to elections for the fourth time in two years. Chairman of the World Likud and Ambassador Danny Danon, thank you for joining us today on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition thank podcast. You. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.